Back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. All right, all you voters out there, how do you make the best decision with regards to all the dis- all the stuff that's going to be on the ballot this upcoming election cycle? Well, iVoter Guide provides a comprehensive ballot for you all the way from presidential down to local levels. If you go to iVoterGuide.com, iVoterGuide.com, you can get those details there. We are talking to the president of iVoter Guide, Debbie Wuthnow, about this upcoming election cycle. Now, I'm going to explain to you why it's more important than ever for Christians to be involved, okay? So I've been in politics for about 20 years. I have a master's of divinity. I came from the religious side, the church side. And I people often ask me how often I work with pastors in the state of Colorado, and I say almost never. Uh, and it, it, it stems at the kind of seminary level, but then it permeates the churches and most pastors get very squeamish about politics and and i'll explain to you why this is a really really big problem so when i talk to most pastors they're kind of stuck in this like 19 i would say like 70s or 80s mentality right like uh, does it really matter if i support one candidate for county commissioner versus another candidate for county commissioner do i really need to speak out on these issues uh, there's, you know, a big movement within the Republican Party. I, as the pastor, could just kind of take a step back and uh, teach the Bible and not offend anybody politically. The problem with that level of thinking is that it, it generally believes that America still has rooted in its culture this commitment to J- Judeo-Christian values. And you're just not seeing that to be the case. Stuff that was 20... 25 years ago, totally unimaginable, right? Like the idea you can change your gender. Let's just go there. Or or girls competing in boys' sports. Or boys competing in girls' sports. All that stuff was generally just, you know, not, not even on our radar because we were still benefiting from the fact that culturally we embraced Judeo-Christian values. Our society is getting far more secular and becoming more atheistic and not just tolerating Christian values anymore, but actually actively opposing Christian values. And so what pastors are often saying is we're not going to get involved with politics. We don't want to speak out on these issues. And so we're just going to turn it over to the other side to control everything, and the other side actively opposes our values. So you're putting into the mayor's office, the city council office, the county commissioner's office, the president's office, people that actively oppose Christian values and are therefore writing laws that actively oppose Christian values. I'll give you an example here in the state of Colorado. So it used to be pro-life, pro-choice, right? You were you could be one or the other. Because Colorado's become so pro-choice and embraced becoming pro-choice and actively opposing Christians, they are now writing laws that are unleashing the attorney general of Colorado to go after pregnancy resource centers. They're saying if you don't engage in abortion, you don't embrace abortion, and you say you try to help women, well, you're creating fraud, and so we're now going to unleash 
the attorney general to come after you. They are targeting Christians, guys. Jack Phillips, Lori Smith, you know this. And so if your pastor is just going, well, it doesn't really matter if this county commissioner gets elected or this county commissioner or this state rep or that state rep. No. We are not living in the 1970s, 80s, 90s anymore. They are actively opposing Christian values. So you've got to encourage your pastor to do it. Uh, on our show today, we have Debbie Wooth now, who's the president of iVoter Guide. Debbie, you work with pastors all the time. I know there are pastors out there that are happy to embrace a voter guide, but I think a vast majority of them get very nervous around politics. How do you encourage our listeners to talk with their pastor about being more serious about educating their congregation on election-related issues? Well, I hear the same thing, and we some of our partner organizations are actually groups of pastors who try to shepherd pastors to to empower and to equip them. That we, if we don't make, if Christians don't speak up, who's going to hear that that perspective? Yeah. Uh, as you said, that they have so eloquently, the other side is very active. They're they're in, in a way, their religion is their activism. Yeah, our religion is raising our families. But we've got to be salt and light. And to me, that's what it becomes. So I think you just need to ask the questions of your pastor. Keep encouraging him that, you know, look at what the city council has done. We need to get people to share our beliefs on the city council. Can't you at least tell the church, we got to vote. We got to find, you know, I know there are pastors out there that are doing a fabulous job of even sharing with their congregation that you need to run for office. Yeah, There was a, a church in Dallas that uh, he didn't endorse candidates, but right before the election for a uh, school board in the Dallas area, he had a slide of these. Are, I'm not going to tell you to vote for, but here are people in our congregation who are running for office. I encourage you to vote, you know, just to let you know. Didn't say what party, just said these are fellow Christians that are running for office. And like 85, 90 percent of them won. So we we do have the power if we educate and equip and pastors really can say it from the pulpit, and part of the cultural decline, I hate to say it, is because pastors have shied away from speaking the truth, and Jesus was a great role model of, you know, overturning the, temp- the tables in the, in the temple. And he, he called them out for truth, and uh, he said, I'm not doing my job. He, he told us people would hate us. We've got to, to, to speak truth and be prepared for, for what comes and be a good steward of everything that God has given us. So there's so many different levels in which a pastor can engage. So we're not asking the pastor to run for office themselves, right? You don't have to do that well, they can. quite yet. I'm you not can, stop right? Them, but yeah. right, right. That's one. That's one level. But uh, you can do voter registration drives in your church. There's nothing that prevents you in law from doing that. So uh, there's plenty of organizations out there that will help do voter registration in the lobby of your church. So if you want to do that, encouraging people to vote. And just being active in the civic process. Here, here's what I'm trying to point out to people. And I, and I shared this with our students at Colorado Christian University the other day. For a vast majority of Christian history, so over 2,000 years, Christians have had almost no say whatsoever in who their king, queen, Caesar, head of government is. No, no voice whatsoever. And so you're just stuck. And so you get kind of First Timothy 
2, 1 through 4, which is just pray. Pray for all those in positions of leadership that they may come to a knowledge of the truth. Verse 4 there. Maybe saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. You're stuck with it. Thank God we do have government. There's there's a reason why God created government. But but for a vast majority, 90% of the last 2,000 years, Christians have had almost no say. You, you're Protestant, you get a Catholic king, uh, you're worshiping secretly. You're Catholic, you get a Protestant king, you're worshiping secretly. And so that was the reality they had to live in. For the last 250 years, and that's about it, Christians have had the ability to live in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. The rest of the 90% of our church history, we haven't had that luxury. So why would we just go, well, it doesn't really matter, or we're just going to turn it over, or we're just going to let godless, secular atheists write all the laws for us? That type of reality, I feel like we've got to wake Christians up to just the nature of the gift that God has given you to live in America and to take your voting seriously and to take your community leadership seriously and put good people into those positions. And so iVoterGuide provides good starting point for you to be able to analyze your candidates well on issues in a nonpartisan way. We're talking with the president, Debbie Wuth now of iVoterGuide. Debbie, why is it so important that this is nonpartisan? This isn't you this is not a guide created by a candidate or by the Republican Party or the Democrat Party? Well, well, it's a Christian perspective, and our goal is truth. So revealing the truth, the good, the bad, um, on both sides. So uh, it, we're just, just digging for the information. And it makes it more reliable and trustworthy, because we're not just parroting what a candidate says. We are not um, doing the spin that media might have. Our goal really is to be objective, and to uh, have evidence for those ratings. So when you go to iVoterGuide.com and you see that rating for Joe Biden, um, you can click on the more button or you can click on his photo and we give you all the evidence that we gathered that supports that rating. So you can go and check it out for yourself as Reagan used to say, trust but verify. So we don't hide it, hide behind um, you know, a piece of paper, you can't check all the footnotes. Out. We make it easy. You just click on that link. You can see the research. You can start to click through and read where it came from. And we go to the sources for all of that information. We, we just want to be uh, transparent and above board and let you see what went into um, the ratings for each candidate. So, And do you uh, send out a questionnaire or is it all just independent research that you all put in? Well, we start with campaign finance data that we go to get from the source, both in the Federal Election Commission and in each state. So Colorado's uh, Secretary of State. Then the scorecards, we go to the source of who does them. We get endorsements from the source and we verify that they are actually an, a true endorsement. And then it happened in this election cycle, not two years ago. And uh, then every candidate gets uh, sent via email our candidate questionnaire, which is 30 to 35 questions. It's a different questionnaire at the presidential level, at the federal level, at the state level, and even for school boards and judges, we have different questionnaires. And the candidates answer it in their own words, on their own computer. And we uh, verify that it all comes directly from them, and that just gets, we build this profile on each candidate, and that's what we use as we create that rating. Talking with Debbie Wuth now, president of iVoterGuide. Friends, it's election season. Christians, be prepared and educated. 
to make the right choices. We'll continue this conversation when we return. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute. <laughs> 